Hey, Oban, yeah. if people want additional, more sexy content mm-hmm. of us, where should they go? Oh, well, they should go to our Patreon. Ooh, they could become part of our Discord community, mm-hmm. Ask Me Anything, and an additional bonus, bonus episode. And I've heard that someone has told me that sometimes there's some fun little sexy content that comes in every once in a while, too. I plead the fifth. Where should they go? They should check out True North Dom, D-O-M-M-E dot com. And click our support us Patreon. Love it. You are now listening to the True North Dom podcast. A discussion of all things kink, fetish, DS, and sexual curiosities. Have your safe word ready, kinky friends, as you join your hosts, Madam Red and Oban. sad <laughs> this is daddy red and i'm a dominatrix and i am oban and i identify currently as a submissive or hedonist did you see i changed my fat life to hedonist you are a hedonist and uh that is a true description of who you are you like partying you like things pleasure <laughs> <laughs> you're a hedonist you yes. like eating out? Yes, you're a hedonist. Yes, I am definitely a hedonist. I'm embracing my hedonistic tendencies. Good. I'm loving it. So I'm a submissive hedonist with some dominant fun and things like that. So I'm really excited about today. I am too. We decided spur of the moment. We are like, fuck it, let's do pegging 2.0. Pegging 2.0. We were hoping to have this experience with um, some other guests, but I think it's yeah. really good that I think it's really good that you and I are going to follow up on it. We can, yeah, we can talk with guests and. Um, well, I tried and, reaching out to Ruby. She seemed interested, and then. But everyone, you know what? She had COVID, uh, and then like, didn't hear back. So sometimes we don't know why things go. Yeah, and that's fine. I mean, we're going to connect. Fine. We're going to connect, and we've we've talked pegging with. Um, other partners more than once. Yeah. And uh, I am, uh, you know, I'm sure that we will, but I am excited to follow up on our original pegging episode because by far, excuse me, by far, um, that is our most popular episode. Huge, huge on YouTube, on, on our, our um, podcast, analytics, everything. It is like triple all of our other podcasts. And it seems to be the one <clears throat> that draws in a lot of our audience. It seems to be, so I was, you know, I, we, we've gotten over the time messages like, so I listened to your pegging episode and right. then went into other, or, or I was, you know, right. it seems like that seems to be the one that... All my strap-on photos have the most likes on FetLife. Right. And you know what's, <laughs> you know what's great about it is the fact that, like, um, you and I love pegging. My OnlyFans says, if you give me a tip, I'll give you my tip. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, when it comes to, when it comes to pegging... Um, 
this is really a passion and a I love, love for I'm both of us. I'm in love with it. I love Ask And Pie. our Ask audience Pie. loves it. And we've talked to different people. I even talked to someone today, and maybe they're listening to this, and they're like, yeah, I'm going to play this episode for my boyfriend when we're in the shower. Like, Absolutely. Or maybe your boyfriend wants to get you into buying uh, right? a... Nice right. lady harness and getting your ride Let's on. talk about that episode that we did, that we recorded. Yeah, sure. It was interesting because it wasn't... I we, I've re-listened to it today because I wanted to um, kind of revisit some of the topics. And I wanted to make sure we didn't cover things that we've already covered. But I wanted... Like the scenario we had was really interesting. We'd really had just started recording... Um, maybe about a month before. I think it was in June or something yes. when we released that. But even earlier, because I think we've talked about this, but one of the interesting things about that episode... I was insecure letting that information out because there was some personal stuff about You told me life. at first, that's it. Like We recorded it and you well, like I wanted you can't pro- release it. Yeah, I, well, I wanted to protect the I know. partner I was with. So I was like, and oh. that's Because it's very intimate. We were very intimate about a few things. You definitely talked about some stuff about your partner that were involved in the episode and after we recorded that episode you you said to me yeah I don't think I don't think we can release it right and I think it went I don't know if it was two or three weeks or whatever whatever the amount of time was and then you're like okay well finally when I was like okay that relationship's completely (laughs) over I don't fucking care let's release it right (laughs) right I mean that was was, like fuck him (laughs) that was part of it but I also think I mean this journey that we've had on our podcast was really interesting to go back and listen to it because I mean, we're, we're not even a year, Mm -hmm. like speaking today, we're in March. We're not even, we started this in May of 2020. So we're not even a year in, but I could really hear the difference on where our growth is. Cause this is our 40, this will be our 48th. And we're actually charting now. We're making charts. We've got, we've got great fans. We've got great sponsors. We look forward to, but I mean, this is our 48th episode. Um, We're going to have our 50th soon. Exactly. (laughs) We're going to be coming up on our, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. It's so interesting. The one that I was so scared and nervous of releasing has been our best and highest rated episode. We've also realized that whenever we're personal and vulnerable. And raw. And raw. We talking get a, about our experiences. We get a very great response from our audience. Yeah. Right? We yeah. love it. Also, too, when we do fun things, that's a different conversation. Yeah. But, I mean, we get, I mean, because I think it comes through in our conversations, right? And that's why I like that today our follow-up is actually just you and I. Because we can be just open and honest and, and a good follow-up to it. Yeah. Today's episode is sponsored by Switch Kitchen. Raw ingredients, always fresh, 100% orgasmic. Switch Kitchen is your source of premium kink fetish porn made right here in Canada. You can find them at switchkitchen.xyz or on Pornhub, ManyVids, Twitter, and Instagram. Fulfill some of your sexual curiosities. Check them out today. So I'm super glad that we released that episode. I think it's got us a lot of fans. It's got us a lot of people interested. Um, And frankly, it's 
It's really us. Well, when we released that episode, I had a lot of women ask about harnesses. Yeah. Guys asking about how to find someone to peg them. Mm -hmm. And remember when we were talking about big sizes, if it's bad mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to um, stretch into big sizes. Right. I actually had someone who consented and wrote in that we could share their story um, about them playing with big sizes and yeah, what happened to them. Yeah, let's get into that a little bit later, I think, sure. right? Yeah, but exactly. Like we've so we gotten, got a lot of feedback. We've got a episode. lot of feedback on that episode. And we've, yeah. and we've talked about it more than once that we want to do definitely want to do a follow-up right right and so <clears throat> i think um uh let's dive well, into it yeah i mean i think let's, let's dive into it. we've we've been trying to think of how we want to do it and where we want to do it but yeah. uh, well, let's start first off um pegging what it is is if you're just chiming in and have not heard our first episode on pegging so pause and go and listen to that one <laughs> right? <laughs> it's actually the act of a woman wearing a harness or being a penis owner or mimicking being a penis owner. Right. And um, pegging or... Inserting that strap on. a guy on. in the ass. Yeah. Um, someone that may identify as a male. Yeah. Or And I guess women do or... wear strap-ons and... That's right. ...do other women. But the actual term of pegging is a woman... Fucking a guy. Fucking a guy in the That's ass. typically how it's been put together. And it was really interesting about, because um, we talked about that uh, description in the initial episode. Right. And remember, like, we decided, like, we went away that weekend. Yes. Remember, we went to a and b Yep. And <laughs> we talked about, we bought a bunch of cakes. We ended up having some fun and doing some cakes. And we just kind of went, you know, we had the weekend for us to just go away and I, and it was really interesting because our headspace was just in a good relaxing just concentrating on what was going on and what was right. happening right right and i think that was that was really good because it allowed us to even explore what pegging is and i think what was what i really gathered from that conversation that we had is we've mentioned it multiple times that uh in that conversation was pegging, when you get pegged, doesn't mean that you're gay. No. Now, first of all, because it does. That, first of all, if you woman. are gay, that doesn't, that's great. It's not even pegging because pegging is a woman penetrating the man through the asshole. Right. So, A, you can't be gay because it's not a man doing it. It's a woman by definition. Okay, but I, as and, a bisexual, I, you know, I identify as queer, but I also enjoy being pegged exactly. by a woman. And right. just because you like ass play doesn't make you gay. Right. I love ass play. Right. Which is right. <laughs> lots you, of people love ass right. play. Right. You love to have your ass played with. Lots of straight guys. Right. And love what's interesting is like play. my play with men, I actually don't actually want them fucking me. Right. I enjoy a more dominant role and other things that I like right. to do with them. So it's it's just it's just a whole different play. And I think um I think a lot of what we want people to understand and, and those that are listening to it, and I'm hoping some new listeners and some people who are curious, pegging is just about sticking something in your butt with another butt from a woman. And, and the, it's amazing. The reason why people love it is because the prostate on a male mm -hmm. is like a G-spot on a woman. It feels pleasurable. Mm -hmm. It feels great. Yeah. The orgasms of when you get yeah. fucked in the ass in a 
safe, slow way mm -hmm. is extremely pleasurable. Is that true? Is that what you've experienced beginning? <laughs> totally, totally. I get fucked in the butt of the hug. Right. And, Actually, and no, truthfully, um, I don't have a prostate. I am a Obvious. cis woman, yes. but I have had the most intense orgasm being fucked in my ass. So there's so, I think there's a lot of things at play. And one of the things, a uh, couple things that were brought up is how does it feel? Like, what is the actual sensation? So I, I think we're going to get into that a little bit more. That's going to be all you because yep. I'm a giver and you're a receiver. And the other so. thing is, is like what, it's not just the physical sensation, but also what is the mental sensation exactly. and what is the, what is the dynamic that's going on? And I think we talked about it before a little bit more, but I want to expand on it. One of the things I noticed today is in, in one of the groups that I follow on Facebook, literally someone posted today, Hey, um, you know. What's it like to get your prostate massage and what's the best way to Did do that? Did you give them my number because <laughs> no. I offer professional <laughs> services here in the Valley? Right. No, I didn't. <laughs> but I mean, this is something that I think a lot of men are interested in. And I want to speak to that a little bit. it feels good. So I think a lot of men are curious about it, right? They, it is such a taboo subject. It is such a thing where people are worried about how they may be received that they so um or their sexual orientation which right. has nothing to do with it correct but what happens is so that they they may be curious about it but it's really something they don't explore right because there's a couple things number one they're worried about how's it going to feel am i going to get hurt number two they're embarrassed about talking about it shit might happen there is actual <laughs> things that happen with it, right? It's yeah. it's not a typical um, uh, orifice. Messy. It's not a typical orifice that gets fucked. And number four, which is, I think, a big thing that we didn't talk about, is a lot of the cultural and religious uh, symbolism that fuck with people's minds. It's something that is absolutely told, is considered very, very taboo culturally and religiously in a lot of things and you know someone who grew up as religious playing with the ass is considered extremely taboo nasty. extremely taboo so nasty right exactly i'm gonna get nasty it's very nasty i'm a nasty girl which can be very exciting when you decide to delve into that yeah. But you also have to be in the headspace to get there totally right? so so for you being a submissive mm -hmm. Remember that time I pegged you? <laughs> what is it? Because I know how I feel as a giver. I've I've been fucked in the ass, right? Yep, so, yep. but I'm not. Um, let's. What do you feel like? What do you feel like when you are pegged in the ass? So yeah, let me let go me... into physical, mental, and emotional. Break it all down for us. For sure, I think from a. The initial experience, the like literally the beginning of the experience is about a physical response, okay? So I think when it's when it's beginning beginning, you are um, worried, is it gonna hurt? Exactly. How's it gonna feel? Um, so I think you are physically very nervous and physically very um apprehensive 
right. at times. So, I mean, I definitely would recommend if someone is curious about um, being pegged and would like to do that, is definitely play with your own ass. So, I mean, I encourage, we encourage masturbation all the time. Training your ass. Train your ass, but not even training your ass. Just stick a finger in your butt, okay? Stick a finger in your butt. When you're in the shower next time and you're cleaning your ass, just allow that finger to go up your butt a little bit more. The thing is, you have to be really <coughs> relaxed or it's not going to be So fun. this is the other thing. Right. So that this is kind of where I'm getting to it. The thing is, is that if you're not relaxed, if you're not Lots of feeling... Food. You know, I'm going to get to all that stuff too. But physically, if you're not relaxed and if you're not open to it, and if you're being apprehensive, it's going to be tough and it's going to be hard. I'll ex- let's let's talk. Let's go back to our scenario. Okay. Let, I mean, we can be a little bit open. I mean, fuck, we're so open about our scenario of me fucking you. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> let's talk about. Let's literally talk about. Okay. Um, after we recorded <clears throat> that episode. Yeah. We were going to play. Yeah. And how did that go? Um, you were not feeling great that day. Exactly. You were a little off. So that's exactly the case. And that's yeah. what I want to say to people. And we're pretty comfortable with each other. We're comfortable with each other. So whether I was off because we were playing and it was a different headspace. Your stomach or I was, too I, was Yeah, upset. if I wasn't feeling right. Yeah. But, you know, we decided that we were going to play that night. Yeah. And, yeah, you got some fingers in there and starting to do things. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this is not feeling right. And and this yeah. is speaking as someone who literally just had a conversation about how lo- how much they love getting fucked in the ass. I mean, it was a good 20-minute play up there. It was. But yeah. like, but, but you, you did say, ooh, I'm kind of off today. My guts are kind of right. weird. And that's what I want yeah. to say to someone. Is even if you're really exper- even if you are really wanting this and you're really curious about it, and you're first allowing it to happen, you're going all of that nervous energy and all of that um, uh, expectation is going to be hard. So, right. But the first time we've uh, the first time we pegged together, oh, yeah, that it was, was totally fine. Oh, no, that was a great scenario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but, you were relaxed. We had a right. nice impact play prior right. and oh, yeah. teasing you, and fuck, bantering. You were in there for, and, for a good time. Yeah, so... But, I mean, here, this... The, but the reason I bring it up, so I'm coming... I want to come back because you asked me about the physical sensation. Yes. Is what I want to mention to someone is it may start out as, you know, not necessarily the most... Um, uh, comfortable experience at first. So that's why I'm like, play with yourself a little bit. Also, in whatever scenario you're going to be in, try to be as relaxed as possible, right? Like try to be in a sexy mood, try to get the most. So if you're with a person and your partner is like, okay, we're going to, I'm going to peg you and you're doing it, you know, you you want to get in your own headspace to be as relaxed as possible. Set the environment. Set the environment. Because I'm going to tell you, once you get relaxed, and then you kind of can get past that. So it's almost like they get in, and, and physically, you know, there's, my dom used to always explain to me, there's... There's a there's an entry, and then you kind of get into a second part. Yes, there's two kind of... Right. Anal. Right. And once you get into the second end... That's when you're you can be really relaxed and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, 
if you you're with your partner, be patient. Let hopefully they'll be patient, and you be patient with yourself. And we've talked about this before: lube, 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 and lube. Yeah. But that sensation, the first time, the physical sensation, is really intense. It's a really, it feels very full. It feels... Men like the, as they say to me, I really like the feel of the stretch. But I, I think the first time that is not necessarily what you're feeling, okay? Because you don't understand what the stretch means when you're first God. feeling it. So when you're first doing it, feeling that is like, whoa, this feels really full, right? <clears throat> and anyone that is doing it with you, hopefully... And the same as if you were fucking someone in the ass, the first thing they say to you is just like, once you get in, like kind of just sit there. Yes. Like just slow. <clears throat> take your time. Take your time. Like let that let that cock sit this in there for twenty not minutes. An activity you not for twenty rush. minutes, like for twenty seconds without even yeah. moving. Right? You need to get your body used to it. But that full sensation, I remember feeling that and just having these emotion like this this physical sensation of Oh my God, this is this full sensation inside of me. And I mean, it was something I've never felt before. I had played with my ass. I had put dildos in my ass. I mean, or butt plugs, sorry. <clears throat> but all of a sudden having someone put their dildo or their strap on inside of me, it was so intense. And so you kind of have to mentally prepare yourself for that and I think the worst thing you can do is react quickly you just need to sit there so hopefully your partner relaxes and you just enjoy that first intense situation so you know what I'm like reliving this and I'm I like, know I see it in your expression in you your can, face I'm, yeah <laughs> I'm getting excited but it, it was I was like wow this intense sensual feeling this fullness that was in me, mm-hmm. right? Then it was the mental feeling. The mental feeling was like, as speaking as a male, it was like, I am being penetrated. Mm-hmm. This is not a normal feeling for a typical cis male, right? So these aren't anything. So it was a very, it was like, mentally is like, I am getting fucked. Yes. I think men are very used to fucking. Right. And now you are getting fucked. You're the receiver now. You are now getting fucked. So that mental, uh, powerful... uh, Because you're being topped. That powerful shift, that dominant submissive shift is like all of a sudden, I'm like, here, this is on you. From a mental point of view, I was, everything was given to my partner at that moment. And from an emotional point of view, which you asked about, I was at my most vulnerable position ever. And that, the 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 physical sensation was amazing. The mental sensation was, was overwhelming. And mm-hmm. sens- but the emotional vulnerable sensation is what I chased yeah is what I continue to chase it was like 
I all of a sudden was extremely vulnerable with someone. And have this you is ever why I cried being pegged because I know some men that I have pegged uh, pro and in personal life have gotten emotional, no. which is pretty normal. But here is the conversation that you and I have had more than once. And I think this is why I'm bringing up this this connection mm-hmm. that in that moment I was so vulnerable and I also felt so connected right. to my partner at that time. This is why that scenario to me needs to be very, I want to be very connected with that person. Because it's very intimate. It's extru- It was the most intimate I've ever felt with someone. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I've talked on this uh, podcast more than once. I enjoy having sex with people. I enjoy having sex with new people. And to me... It's like a handshake to you. I can have sex with a friend and then be like, hey, let's just fucking chill, right? And, and whatever. But when it comes to being pegged, it is such an emotional thing for me. It needs to be a close connection. And that's how I connected with it. It's very hard finding someone, though, who's into pegging. I, I get sure lots of messages from men who listen to the podcast or because I'm a dominatrix and a mm-hmm. professional dominatrix outside of being a lifestyle dominatrix. And they, a common question is, how do I find a woman who's into pegging when I'm dating? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's really hard, honestly. So, and here's the funny thing, is I've been asked this more than once myself. And, well, you know, with the people that I've had experiences with, um, I didn't find them. I mean, it's just come together. I mean, it we, just happened. Right. And I've also connected with people. Um, you know, my partner, who I did most of the pegging with, my dom. I mean, I, I, I don't think I've met anyone that loved fucking asses more until I met you. <laughs> right? You know, it's really hard, though, when I, when I wrote back to these listeners and people. Yeah. I said, it's actually hard on the other side when you're a woman who loves and is passionate about pegging and want to have that sexual activity with a romantic partner. I want to hear this. I want you to explain well, that. Well, it sucks because, you know, I've, I've, so I've lived this lifestyle since 16 and I got into pegging many years ago through a partner. We explored it together. It was a, a short-term lover. And I loved it so much since I first time did it. I was like, oh my God, I just right. love the feeling of it. And I was Can fortunate. Can I pause you for a second? What was the feeling? Was it the mental, the physical, I or just, the emotional? Oh, I like the uh, powerment. I like watching the cock go in and out of him. Mm-hmm. And his moans and groans turned me off. So that that's, I had the mental. That that's the power mental. with right. him to give him that pleasure. Right. Um, now that partner, we had the double-sided dildo. So I got pleasure as I was fucking him. Okay, right, right, right. So, and I was fortunate that, um, so I, I couldn't find anyone for the longest time into that. My Mm -hmm. second husband, um, I remember our first time having sex. I said, hey, anything goes, even strap on. And he couldn't even come. He was so terrified of fucking me because he was so intimidated. So I always felt weird by my sexual interests until I met my ex-sub 
uh, partner who is huge in ass play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We would peg and fuck and prostate milk three, four times a week. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> hey guys, I'm single out there, by the way. <laughs> if you're in the Okanagan. Both, right? Both. Yeah, hey, right? Yeah, hit us up, hit us up. <laughs> Love ass play. <laughs> and so... Uh, if for the first time, it was like, wow, I have someone who's like really into my kinks and sex. And it just felt so normal. And like what my normal sex is, is not what the average but here's person the, is. Here's the, here's so the, it's hard. And I'm single now dating men. And it's really, I find it's 50-50. Men, a lot of men have explored ass play. Some have been pegged or curious about Mm -hmm. it. So I don't find it challenging as what it used to be. Right. But it's just as hard being a woman who loves playing ass play or pegging, Mm -hmm. finding a partner who wants to receive or reciprocate that. Here's the funny thing. Like, here are two people that could not be more excited about pegging. (laughs) Yet, this is not something that we would do between us. We have. We have. We have. And then, I mean, you've basically said you have to fuck me in the ass because I... Because of what's going on. <laughs> we ranked number four in the Czech Republic. Right. Thank you guys, by Thank the way. You. But it's interesting. It's like, why, like, you know, the conversation yeah. would be like, why are we not partners in, in something that we, we've literally both said we're looking yeah. for people that want to do this. But so what I'm trying to get to. <laughs> we already act like a married couple. I know. But what I'm trying to, what, what I'm trying to say here is even when you find someone that, that you like, that likes pegging. There has to be other compatibility maybe they're not besides be, right. pegging. Like exactly. I get men all the time. They're like, right. oh my God, I want to serve. You're into pegging. And it's like, right. you don't even know me as a person. Exactly. There's other things about me as a person. Right. That's the thing. Besides me fucking assholes. Right. Now, you if are, you'd like to book a pro session. That's a I'd different conversation. more than happy to but fuck I mean, your But I mean, this bottle. is the thing. It's like, <laughs> you are a hot, amazing person. Aww, I love you. you. There's so many things, and you love pegging, yet... Love it. Love all aspects. But yet, this is not anything that we want between each other, right? right? Because... And I think a lot of males who date, you know... Yeah. So it makes it hard. Finding someone who ticks all the boxes on, you know, a chemistry level, like she's into, or if he's into Mm -hmm. XYZ activities and attraction, like we've spoke before, and then... Then it comes down to, okay, this person ticks all the boxes. Now it's intimate time. Right. And do you connect on an intimate level? So here's a question for me. Uh, for Sorry, for you. Would you... Is pegging so important that you would be with someone because they peg? Or pegging is part of the conversation? Or pegging is just more hey, oh, great, they also do pegging and I get to do that. Like, how important is pegging on your checklist of a... Of a well, a... now that I'm a professional dominatrix yeah. and I have clients who want to explore that, right. and I am a professional dominatrix because I love kink. Mm-hmm. I love the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love giving people the opportunities to explore this about themselves and guide them in a safe... FBI, allegedly unshameful non-judgmental way right right. so i get my fulfillment being a professional dominatrix helping and guiding someone that way so could you have a and even though it's professional it's not always transactional to me even though it is like my clients are a relationship sure you're enjoying it they're a client so could you have 
a well actually I don't think you know this answer but could you have a romantic partner that you that doesn't want pegging I don't know man I know I know I love ass play so much and what's interesting <laughs> is like my romantic partners never I like I never I never did pegging with my I, romantic partners when I when I'm in a romantic relationship, I like to... I'm an explorer at heart. I love traveling. Sure. I do a lot of extreme sports. So when it comes to my sexuality, I need someone who's very explorative too. Right. And for you, that means part of what you love is pegging. So you'd want them to be open to that to make you feel satisfied. They gotta be really... Satisfied. Ex- they gotta be sexually explorative. Right. Like you're not gonna like... They don't have to want to be pegged every day, but right. they've got to be sexually explorative. Right, because you're not going to be into some dude that's just into missionary. It well. is It is nice, and I've had this conversation with a male friend who's mm-hmm. into ass play, and they were saying the same thing. You know, it's hard to find a woman into ass play. They just seem like they're not into it. Like, they'll just do it to make him happy. Mm-hmm. And for me, yeah, it's it's... Yeah, I enjoy pegging my clients, and when I do my my kink play, like yeah. if I do a personal play with a friend or someone like yourself, you yeah. know, we do pegging. Right. But there's something different when you have that chemistry yes, and that connection. You know, it's like having sex with your your friend. Your friends would benefit, but when you're actually in love in with someone, right? It's way different. It's different. It hits it's different. Very special. So let me ask you something. I mean. I mean, moving on from the definition of pegging, would you enjoy uh, fucking a woman's ass with a strap on? I don't know. I've never explored it. I know. That. So, <laughs> so this is to me, this is an interesting question to you. Yeah. And I know you haven't. So that's it. it is interesting because I think for you, and, and maybe we'll know one day. Yeah. I think for you, it's more of a power dynamic, the power you have over a man. And what that means. Yeah. So if you ended up fucking a woman. I do say when I'm with a woman, it's it's a different feeling. Like, I don't feel very, I wouldn't say I'm not, like, dominant. But Mm -hmm. I don't, it's more of a, from my one lesbian experience. It was more of a sensual thing. Now, however, if maybe this, hypothetically, if this woman was my submissive. Maybe. That could be really interesting, I mean, for sure. I mean, I and know it would be hot for you to, you know, fuck a, a woman with a strap on, like, fuck her, you know, her vagina. Oh, fuck, but that'd I'm, be hot. Right, but I'm curious if you would enjoy it as much to fuck their ass. You know, let's touch base when that happens, seriously. So, uh, I know. Yeah, it's, we'll see. It, yeah. As I'm putting my chapstick on, like, it's going to get serious right now. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just... It's just because here's where it's coming down to pegging and i think this is something that is talked about less is i think the real excitement about pegging isn't so much the physical sensation i think it's the power sensation i Mm, think it's the dynamic of a woman overpowering a man i think that's hot I know, but th- that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Of course you think it's hot, but so what I'm trying to but get to... it also to, feels good when it's done to you, right? Of course it does, but what I'm what I'm trying to say <laughs> is... Orgasmic, that pee spot. Right, is it different? So, okay, so then the question would be, we've said that they're not gay. Like, if a man enjoyed being fucked in the ass, does he want to be fucked in the ass by a man? 
I think a lot of men who enjoy pegging would say no, right? They mm, would. Good question. I don't know. Like a lot of men that I know that are into pegging are bisexual as well. I don't think your last partner was. Uh, Ish. I, he, I, he was into transgender female. I know, but that's a whole. That's, all right. We'll it's, leave that out. I know it's that's it's for him. I don't right. know. Right, and and I know other. I know I know some experiences with other partners that I that I know that had partners that they pegged and there was conversations about men also fucking them. Like there was a conversation I don't, but it I was I don't want to like get in the conversation of pegging if men are into wanting to be gay, explore bisexuality and stuff. I I because straight men like it, bi men like it, gay men do it. Some gay men don't even have anal sex. Well, being gay doesn't mean you like to get fucked in no, the ass. That, that, no, that's not, not what at being all. gay is. So, it's about liking. Gay means you li- like to be with the opposite sex. And there's right. A, there's a whole bunch of ways of having sex. Um, it's so funny. Like just as a as a as a sidebar, um, I talk to a lot of. I've, I have the chance to talk to a lot of women that say. You know, I'm kind of interested in women, but I don't think I could eat a pussy. I'm like, you don't have to eat a pussy. No. It, no. You can wear a strap on and fuck a right. pussy. Right. Like, just because, so, and just because you are a man and you you think maybe you like to be with another man doesn't mean you need to be fucked in the ass. No. Or you need to fuck no. him in the ass. Like, it just means you want to be no. with a man and do some sexual fun things. Yeah. Anyways, now, that's a sidebar. Yeah, sidebar. I... One recommendation I would definitely say, though, when you're doing pegging is playing with big stuff, like training and stretching. Well, yeah. From a physical... Yes. So, I mean, okay, so we've talked a lot about the emotional and the mental thoughts. And we... FYI, we're not experts in this field. Uh, I am. (laughs) Sure. I am a fucking pegging expert. Okay, you're an expert. (laughs) But I do it professionally and lifestyle. And I love it. And frankly, it's been a while since I've been fucked in the ass. Man, I was pining for it the other day. Oh you should have called me up. Friends fuck each other in the butt. <laughs> Again. But it's just, I, I think mentally, Oops. that wasn't what I was. I wasn't, I wasn't wanting the physical sensation so much as I was wanting the emotional sensation that I was chasing. So let's get back into if you're a male uh-huh. and you're looking for someone to peg you mm-hmm. uh, and you're dating, how do you approach, approach that? It. Yeah. Like so, how do you look for a woman who's into pegging or how do you approach that? Or I don't know. As someone who's never had to do that, um, I, I think what we always talk about and I've, but I've had this conversation with lots of people. And what I always say to them, and I've had it with men and I've had it with women, because men who are listening, there are far more women that want to fuck you in the ass than you know. I think, I, I, let, let's just be upfront about that. There are actually a lot of women that want to fuck guys in the ass and want to peg them. There's a lot of women that want to do it. There, there is. More than what you think. I'm not saying it's everyone. But there are a lot of women that want to do that. But they're nervous, just like the men may be nervous about approaching it. So what I say to them with any sexual act... Communication. Yeah. You need to be open. You need to be vulnerable. 
you need to be in a place where don't do it when you're going out for dinner at some loud converse, you know, loud place. <laughs> don't do it when you've just had Something an argument. Weird. Rip her feet and tell her, I think it'd be hot. I don't even know if, if that's the right place. Yes, that dropped. That that is too. That can be sexy too, but I think it actually needs to be more when maybe you're having a conversation about your relationship. So how many people actually do that though? What I'm trying me, more people need to do that. I know. More I have dated a lot of men and it's not very common. I know. They and this is this is someone that loves to have those conversations, yeah. right? But we I've should, had partners that married. don't. <laughs> it would be the weirdest marriage you and I oh my god that would actually be an amazing marriage anyway that's another conversation no I'm not getting married again I've been married twice I'm yeah, done I'm unorthodox doing. now <laughs> alright pure common law but I mean I think what it is is like you need to be open enough okay but let's just say say you've got a girlfriend um, you're curious about um, someone doing this well, what if you're into it and the or girlfriend's not. But here, here's where I want to. Here's where I want to go with it. Is if you you need to be just kind of say, hey, you know, um, maybe talk about some of the things. Maybe just say, hey, to like if you're if you want your your girlfriend to fuck you in the ass. Let's talk about our turn ons. Yes, I think what you should say to them is, it's, hey, is what there turns any, you on? Is there anything that you would like to experience? Yeah, and then make it a safe space. Because you want them to give you a safe space. So if they say something that um, weirds you out, you need to not react um, instinctively, right? Like you need to just listen. Huh, that's interesting. Right? Because maybe when you say it to the person, they may, you don't want Reciprocate them. Reciprocate that. Exactly. Right? Because you may have, you know, the, the partner may go like, what? What are you, fucking gay or some shit? Like that's, um, I yeah, know. Yeah, for your dick. No, but that's what was, you know, that's what would scare the fuck out of most dudes, right? Possibly. I have yes. a lot of men that I, yeah. being a woman who's into pegging, like, you know, with my second husband, I was like, hey, I'm into strap on play. And he was mm-hmm. just, a poor thing seized up like a little fucking totally. rabbit. And imagine if you, and I think the scariest thing for, for someone that's into pegging, if, if I came to you and I said, oh my God, you know, I'd love it if you would like maybe, um put a strap on it and like stuck it in my butt and you go what are you gay rejection it's like the rejection is so scary i think that's why it's so intimidating right and a lot of people are shameful about it and that's why maybe sometimes like there's cultural i have a lot of men that come to me because their wives won't peg them and they see a professional dominatrix and but let's also let's also um follow this through is if you're with a partner mm-hmm. that doesn't want to do this, you also can't force it on them. No. You can take a horse to wa- or water. You can't make it drink. No. and It's not in everybody's case. The answer, which you already said, the answer necessarily isn't to hire a pro-dom. Not every, some people would consider that cheating, okay? So we're, <laughs> I know. you and I have different ethics than a lot of people. But... Um, so it's it's a tough conversation, right? I'm like not in love with your husband. I'm just doing something that you don't want to do. But this isn't going to be <laughs> something that always right. is able to do it. Right. So the only thing I can say is make your 
partner feel as safe and vulnerable and open as possible. Right. And then hopefully they can reciprocate. And maybe it doesn't start with a strap on, okay? No. Maybe it starts with them. A finger in the butt. A finger in your butt. Or prostate massaging or butt plugs. Well, actually what I think would be great is like when they're, maybe the next time they're giving you a blowjob, just say, hey, I really like it if you stick a finger in my butt. That's so hot. You know what my favorite thing to do is prostate milking and giving a nice slow suck blowjob. Exactly. <sighs> so that is a great starter a conversation. <laughs> your eyes just crossed and rolled. Have you not had your cock suck for a long time? Uh-huh, but I mean, I okay, really enjoy right. it. Okay, all right. I have not had my ass played with Sometimes for a long time. I crave a nice... I know. Dick in my mouth. I know. Yeah. I uh, know. Yeah, I have not Finger had in the ass and nice dick in the mouth. <laughs> oh Such God. a nasty woman. <laughs> well, I love you because you embrace your, your you embrace so, it. I'm so nasty. So let's say, let's say your partner isn't into it, but they're okay with you exploring. Or let's say you are single, okay. and you want to explore some things, and then you decide, you know what? I want to go to a pro dom. Bend over. Get over here. (laughs) Finish him. So, let me come to you as a pro dom. So, let me ask you a couple things, and I'm going to give you the floor to expand it. And I'll I'll give you all my questions, and then you can go at it. I think, what? how should someone approach a pro dom? How do they find a pro dom that does it? And what are some things that they should consider and do when um, uh, approaching or being with a pro dom? Sure. So first, for the record, not all professional dominatrixes offer uh, pegging, but most do. It's just never listed on the website because sex. Um, Right, yeah. So uh, the most respectful way to approach a professional dominatrix is to fill out the submission form. Don't instantly message them and say, hey, I'm into pegging. And for the record, that's not smart to do that to any dom, lifestyle Mm -hmm. or not. Because you're just making them feel used for their sex. Right. If they say they're into pegging or it's a list on their fat life. So men, please don't do it overall. You're just going to get rejected. Yeah. So heads up from a person in the opposite side of the shoes. Don't fucking do it. Mm -hmm. It's an asshole move. Two. So fill out the submission form, and sometimes most professional dominatrixes on that form will probably say something that you're curious about, or what do you want to explore? Mm -hmm. List those things, but then you can put, you know, curious about pegging, or prostate milking, Mm -hmm. or whatever forms of ass play. And then when you have that consultation, that's the conversation to be had in person or however they do their consult is, hey, do you offer these services? I'm curious about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They'll say yay or nay. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's how I would professionally or appropriately approach a professional dominatrix about it. You would want them to tell you if they'd ever done it before, correct? Um, I do ask that during the consult and mm-hmm. I do ask about what type of ass play experience have they had so mm-hmm. I know what kind of sizes to use on right. them. Right. Now with my clients, what I do is I have, if they are wanting to explore pegging or have had pegging done, 
we talk about training their ass prior to a session because mm-hmm. it saves on their session time. Sure, of course. So if yeah. you get warmed up and you wear your plug before the session and mm-hmm. have your ass cleaned mm-hmm. and ready, we have more time to play together. And that's not right. knocked off our time, right? Right. So I will have clients who have had experience or curious about who do butthole training or ass training with plugs do that prior to sessions. So that way it saves up on our time together. So, I mean, you know, if they come to you and then maybe this person isn't probably maybe looking for the dom experience as much as they're looking for the getting fucked in the, the pegging experience. Totally. We can create that. Yeah, we can right. totally create so that. So it's like, hey, it look, I'm just nice, curious. I just want to be pet. Totally. It can right. be a nice, very sensual time together where, right. you know, you can get fucked in the mm-hmm. ass like mm-hmm. I'm your girlfriend and it's safe. You're not judgmental. It's lots right. of lube. Right. Totally. Right. Totally. And you have the experience. There doesn't even have to it, be right. a femdom or dominatrix dynamic. Right. And, and that's one thing I always ask when we do our sessions is like, I like to go inside their head of how they visualize or what the fantasy is. What are they picturing? And some may want to do sissy play with that. Some may want to do a femdom play. Mm -hmm. I have not yet had where a man's just wanted purely pegging. Okay. Yeah. There's always been other sorts of play. But one benefit of a professional dominatrix is you're getting what you want. Um, Right. You're not being judged. We've... Most of us, for the record, have pegged lots of men and have lots of pegging experience. And pretty much seen a lot of things, right? Yeah. A lot of things. Like yeah. I have, we talked about in our pegging 1.0, I've pulled my hand out covered in shit fisting. Right. And then pegged them and it still was covered in shit. Right. So nothing I think is going to phase right. uh, a professional. Right. And, and you would probably give them a douching and cleaning technique prior to totally, if they totally. have no experience if they have it, right? no experience right. and i think that's really important too we should probably clip in the show notes for those who are curious about pegging who's mm-hmm. just chiming in and haven't checked our uh, first episode on pegging on you know proper <clears throat> douching techniques and being clean and sometimes right. you can be the best doucher in the world and mm-hmm. Let's just face it. Sometimes shit happens. Well, and it depends on how big you're going and how adventurous you're totally. being. And again, like we said the other day with my experience, you know, I just wasn't feeling great that day. There are so many different ways that, you know, that it can, you know, it can affect what's going on. So Totally. Well, we had someone write in, and I have consent to read this. One of the questions that we had was, if mm-hmm. you go bigger, because, you know, I watch a lot right. of porn where these dudes are sticking like two <laughs> fists in their ass. Oh, my God, I know, right? Is it bad for your health? And mm. we both question, like, what's the long-term effects of this? Right, and I'm right. going to pull this up on my Mac. Yeah, do it. Because we actually had a, a, a <clears throat> viewer... Yeah right in and said hey i heard your pegging episode and i just want to mm-hmm. say you know being a person who explored bigger toys this is what happened to me and my right. partner and they've done right. pegging for a really long time right so he wrote in hey there just wanted to reach out and say i really enjoyed your pegging episode on spotify mm-hmm. you and open have a great thing going on it seems and i look forward to more content mm-hmm. also uh I'm glad towards the end of the podcast you spoke about being safe and injury for pegging. 
Me and my wife have always been extremely safe. However, the girthier end of the horse dildo end up perforating my bowels. And well, now I have a stoma and a bag in my belly. Doctors say if I wait, waited too much longer, we waited about three hours, we would have gone septic. Yeah, that's I'm dangerous. still alive today, luckily. We've right. always trained. I've been doing it my whole life. But what I didn't do is train enough that far in. Mm -hmm. However, just wanted to say thank you for putting out good content and advising the caution with play. A lot of people don't know the risk with bigger toys. Yeah, and I, so we don't want to scare everyone who's interested, but a finger compared to a, he talked about a horse cock. And uh, you've seen my massive. Nancy, like Nancy's huge. My ex-partner liked yeah. big stuff. Well, like wild. Like I, I know lots of people that are size people. Yeah, they're I'm size a size queens. woman. Yeah. And when I read that, then I got really self-conscious mm. about my big dicks with partners. Right. You need to just because I would feel horrible it. if I was pegging my partner or a client mm -hmm. who you know claims they train with big stuff. X Y Z. Yeah. And I have to deal with a medical situation. Yeah, I think that I think if you're with a uh, dom or with a partner, um, don't fake it. Don't try and be cool and say you can take more than you can. Um, just be open and honest with it because um, it, it we do want to be careful. But we are talking about extreme circumstances here. And you can get to those places. You can. But that is extremely advanced and that is a lot, lot of training. Lots of training. Lots and lots, lots of, of training. training. But what I think, you know, I think a lot of what today's episode was Everybody's more angled. Everybody's bodies are different too. Well, and we were angling a lot of our conversation to new people today. They're not going to be dealing with those kind of scenarios, but just be slow, 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 lube, 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 train, practice, train, practice. It's sounds everything. like we're doing a sporting event. It is sporting because I'm going to tell you right now, okay, there is nothing hotter than being on your back and you've got this gorgeous woman over With top her beautiful you. Beautiful black Nancy cock where between she's, your legs. Where she's looking at you in the eye and you've got this cock deep inside of you and you can feel it going in and out and you can feel that full motion. And then she's stroking your cock at the same time. And you sometimes can just I see suck it, their dick too. Whatever while I'm it is. Fucking it. That feeling is everything and you can feel it when she's like don't you fucking come yet don't you, you piece of shit don't you fucking come or i'll make you lick it, lick all it off and then when she's like <laughs> and then when you're like mistress may i come may i come mistress and she's like you can come but you better paint the fucking wall behind you you fucking piece <laughs> of shit i'm gonna tell you right now oh my god it is everything that you want so i and you encourage people explore your asses we we love pegging just it, be slow be patient communicate with your partner and i hope that you have uh, a good relationship that you guys can be explorative and be open and vulnerable with each other because god damn it is everything right if you've got a woman who pegs don't Fuck that up. Oh my god, right? <laughs> <laughs>
can you believe like I broke up with my dom like a year ago? Hey, I got to pee. Can we wrap this up? We can wrap this up. I think we've had a great conversation great. about it. Because like we also got like super excited. Um, everyone, uh, thank you so much for listening. And uh, of course, they can follow us on all of our um, <laughs> links and everything at uh, truenorthdom.com, D-O-M-M-E. We have a multitude of links and everything yep. there. You can so. follow us each personally. All our stuff's there. That's My right. pro sessions, only fans on there. So Obin's many fun has got things. his own thing on his own profile yeah. there. Lots of stuff, everybody. Check out our merch store. Check out our Patreon if you want to support us. And rate us if you can. All and right. And Take- feel free to, did I cut you off? No, not at all. Feel free to reach out at us anytime yeah. with comments, follow questions. Follow up on this episode. We'll answer the best we can to our experiences and help you. Um, if you are into pegging, just a shout out to Ruby Ryder. Mm-hmm. She is the R-Y-D-R. pegging queen. Yep, yep. she is the pegging queen. She has some great classes. I just mm-hmm. want to shout out to everyone about pegging if you want to yep. explore more. Or... And let her know that uh, we sent you to her. Totally. Uh, Ruby Ryder, she's got beginner free Zoom classes, intermediate, yeah. advanced. She's got great classes on Pay equipment. Pay for them, it's worth it. Yeah. Totally. It's at peggingparadise.com. All right, well, take us out, girl. Tree. <laughs> I got to I gotta pee. Take us out. <laughs> keep it kinky, keep it freaky. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I don't know. I got to go. No. Keep turning it off. I said take it out. So this is Pegging 2.0 Pegging. on Monday, March the 8th, International Women's Day. Sweet. Are we ready? Yeah, hang on. I'm going to drink the rest of this. Hold on. I got to cut. Some, you know what? I always just delete this stuff when we're bullshitting. I got to cut it up so we can do like a best of I again. I think I need to take my shirt off. I'm going to get it. all hot and bothered. Well, let's do that. Let's get hot and bothered okay. today about it. Okay, I'm taking my shirt off. I'm going to take my headphones off here. Mm-hmm. Beast mode. What the fuck? <laughs> that's not a. That's a scary thing. Not necessarily a sexy thing. Is that you being sexy? <laughs> no, it is not me being sexy. Can you? Okay, give me your like sexiest, like like Marilyn Marilyn Monroe sexy, like like classic sexy. Can you do that? My photo shoot. I looked really hot. I know you did, but can you talk sexy like that? You want me to talk really sexy? Oh, that's pretty good. You want me to stretch your fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's All start right, recording. Let's do it. All right, hang on. Step the rest of this. Hold on. All right. Suck it in your fuck hole. All right, moving this wine. You want any wine? No, you got, you got this. Yeah, I got this glass here for booze. You want wine? Yep. Top row. Let's get fucking shittered. Let's do it. All right. Chuk, 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 chuk. Pause. Great. Okay, hang on. So I got a cider. I got wine. Look at this. This is empty. Nasty. We're getting nasty up in here. Let's put it in. All I'll right, put girl. it in you. Okay. Here we go. All right. In three, 
three, two, one.